It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Hey, here we are, everybody. The ultimate Cleveland sports show on a Thursday. Rainy I'm Thursday. here. G. Bush is here. And Jason Lloyd in on Thursday. It's been crazy. Nuts. Hope everybody is safe. The weather. I was driving home last night on 90. I left West 25th about 8 to 2830. It was the only time in my life I've ever been scared driving in the rain. Ever. In 30-some-odd years of driving. It was nuts. I'm glad I didn't pull over because the highway by Lakewood got even worse. Yeah. Uh, but it was bonkers out there. Crazy. Crazy. I, I, You know, like I said, I used to live in Lakewood. First thing I came in and, and, and told Adam was like, man, like the, on the message boards and different places, people would show me their basements. Basements, like ten, just crazy water everywhere. And then, the, like, the pictures on the highway were ridiculous. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Man. End of times. I was running through Lowe's parking lot with a microwave, fighting yeah. for my life. That's right. <laughs> to I mean, the he car. was so anxious to get home. So anxious to get home to see the rest of your family. <laughs> That's right. That you had to race Fight home. through the rain. To yeah, get there. it was crazy out there. I, I, there's probably a lot of flooded basements today. Honestly, I didn't go downstairs and look at ours. I yeah. probably should have done that. I, I went down this morning. Know? I didn't go down. I got my, my basement waterproofed, interior waterproofing, like four or five years ago. Yeah. But there's always a little part of me that's like, is it really going to work? Is right. it really going to work? <laughs> yeah, like. And this morning, I was like, okay, if it worked last night, I'm good for – and there was not a drop of water in How my basement. Old, you must have an older house. It must have been built – because they're all waterproof now. Well, it wasn't. What's well, a lot of basements that get water. Yeah, but they're like when they build the house, they waterproof the basements now. Yeah, but my house is not new. Well, that's why I'm live asking. You in a new house. That's why I just asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the, it must it's be a little like bit older. from the 50s or 60s. Okay. I mean, it's, okay. been, it's been updated, sure. but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. not the, you know. Right. So, anyway. But uh, we, we qu- all made it. Hopefully I got a question, okay. though, real quick on that. So, you know, as the storm happened yesterday, I was driving to Miss Nugget's house, and it, the skies changed, the rain came. And all you guys living in Cleveland, I talked to Herbie before, and Herbie said it's the worst storm you can remember here since the yes. 80s. Jason G., well, I know you've been only been here 12 years, but – was that as bad Only of a storm? Only 12 as, years? That's a long time. Well, compared to these guys who yeah, are right, Clevelanders through and through, was that as bad of a storm as you guys have ever seen here? Was Herbie, like, over-exaggerating? Rain is the worst or? I've ever seen in my life. I, yeah. I, I didn't feel like – I think maybe Avon Lake missed some of the uh, worst of it. I think yeah. somehow maybe going out over the lake and back, I don't know, because it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. But I've For, we've had worse storms. Okay. For me, it was the worst. I actually – I, I drove out to Avon Lake um, at like three o'clock, and it was bad then. But it wasn't. But because I was going out to T three. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Avon Lake football team was practicing inside of T three. Man, they got some big kids on that team. Yeah. Oh, AJ's first game was yesterday. It got canceled because of this. Menor. They were oh, yeah. supposed to play Menor. Menor was busting over, and obviously with the weather right, right, and that long nuts. of a bus ride, they had to they had to cancel the game. But it's the worst rainstorm I ever remember in my life here or New York for me. I. You know, obviously, there's been snowstorms, which is much worse. But but that was that was bonkers. I, I ain't never seen the highway look like that. Yeah, where never. people was just so the pictures. Cars. I saw this. I didn't see them last night. I saw yeah. them this morning. Crazy. Yeah, like rafts on the middle of ninety. <laughs> it was nuts, man. It's it nuts was nuts. Oh, I, I forgot to say it yeah. Tuesday. I'll say it now. Happy yeah. anniversary. There you go. There you we go. Were at, we were at dinner last night. We had, a, we had a great dinner at Strip last night in Avon. Thank yeah. you to the staff there. They were great. Gave us great appetizers. Nice. Steaks were phenomenal. So uh, maybe we missed part of the storm because we were inside celebrating last yeah. night. So happy anniversary, honey. 15 years. There you, you go. Forgot you, to say it on Tuesday. Yeah, there you go. And happy birthday to my niece who turns 18 today. I hate to see what she's going to do tonight, but... Uh... <laughs> well, 21's the one you got to worry yeah, about. That's true. Well, with her, you know... <laughs> 
<laughs> and shout out to your butcher too, Bull. Shout out to your butcher. Shout out to butcher. What does my butcher have to do with my niece? <laughs> because if we're giving shout outs, I just want to shout out your butcher. Right. <laughs> you my butcher doesn't get a shout out. He today. gives you some delectable meats. I did. No, she. It's pause. a she. Super. <laughs> We have a pause. We have hold on. We have to address. We have a pause problem on the show. (laughs) We have a what? A pause problem on the show. Yeah, we're we're over pausing. I think. (laughs) Well, that one was warranted. That one. That one was really warranted. Like I can't just be talking about meat all the time. I feel like we're at animal shelter and there's 15 pauses show at this point. (laughs) It's just like four little puppies running around and the one with three legs who doesn't get adopted but so cute and everyone walks in and gets the real. Anthony, don't look. You know exactly. There's always the three-legged dog in the shelter. By the way, speaking of shelters, this is. A horrible story. I don't want to hear it then. <laughs> I got to I won't give you all the details. But so we got our dog from a shelter. Oh, you told me this yesterday. Out on the east side. So I can't remember what town it was from. And um, we, my wife just read a story that the woman we got the dog from, the woman that ran this shelter, was apparently abusing tons of animals. Uh. It was horrible. I they, don't want to hear this. They had the reason they found it is because she had like a heart attack or, or something, um, and she ended up like they went to her house. There were dogs in cages that were too small. There was I mean it was a total disaster. It was horrible, horrible. So my wife was my wife was like, I'm gonna go to that hospital and I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, she deserves to die. That's someone that deserves to die. Uh, she but it's horrible. But and my dog is like. He's a mess, and now part we know part of the reason why yeah. he's probably abused by her. Oh, that's it's awful. awful. Yeah, that's bad. Go ahead. Yeah. So we do the behind the glass podcast. I want to take you guys behind the glass right now yeah. for the viewers out there who don't know. The reality is of the situation at the moment is Steve's computer, Director Steve, and VMix, and Director Steve's back. Welcome back, Steve. Is hardwired into the system, so that has internet. Yeah, the show should go off without a flaw today. The people to his right, including myself, Anthony, and Earl's upstairs. And we sent them upstairs because we don't have internet. Apparently, the WKYC router that we used to get Wi-Fi was hit by lightning last night in the storm. So we don't have internet. So before you go, when you hear me literally call for a fast read, I'll be like, Steve, and not yet, Steve. But if you hear some (laughs) weird communication, that's because we can't change supers. We don't have tag boards. We don't have – so there's going to be a little extra communication you hear. It's not – Anything wrong? Yeah. I just usually hit those buttons myself. Now yeah. I'm talking to Steve. We feel so like I, let I, y'all know. there's been a lot of technical problems lately. We've mostly pushed through it. Mostly people on the, you know, the viewers don't really realize, but there's been some technical issues lately. And that feels like, it's like, yeah, everything's been screwed up lately. Let's say it got hit. Let's say it got hit by lightning, so we don't have to figure out what the Well, problem. you just said it was the worst storm you've yeah, ever yeah, seen like, in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, but right. you're not allowed to use lightning as no. an excuse. Don't be using no. Armageddon as an excuse. We just saw 18 people. Right, that's fair. That's so fair. before we tell you about some big news, uh, Steve, can I get my first fast read? Look at that, Director Steve's on it. Guys, it doesn't matter if you're at the beach, if you're working out, if you're walking to the mall, if you're on a date, going to the movies by yourself, whatever you're doing. If you're not wearing bird dogs, you'll not be maximum comfortable because bird dogs, one of our newest sponsors for football season, they have the best shorts, the best sweatpants, and they sent us some gear, a little on the small side, uh, didn't get all the sizes that we requested, but that works for me because I'm on the smaller side and they are unbelievably comfortable. So I apologize for you, Bull and Jason and G, they, they didn't send anything larger than a medium. Oh, it's all well, I've been out like a bandit in this deal. Some of us are big and fill out our clothes, some of us don't, sorry. And, and bird dogs, absolutely worth it. Steve, and the fast read. Yeah, you have to hear that a couple of times today. We have big news, though, and I don't want to steal the thunder, so I'm going to pass it off to our man yeah. G. Bush, who has some phenomenal news to share with the people out there. Hey, listen, I, I was going to get my people's champ belt, but I don't need the people's champ belt. Every single week, every single day, I've been doing radio shows. I've been doing a bunch of content. And you know, the barbershop is everywhere, right? And every time I go to the store, I can't go nowhere and get no food. I can't do nothing. There's always somebody asks me, they're like, gee, Bush, man, I love listening to your radio show. I love it. I listen to the barbershop every single Saturday. We love what you do. We need you on more. Now, in, 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 when we talk about, you know, as, as guys that are hosting the city, Obviously, there's there's full time guys and there's part time guys, and you know my show just happens to be one of the coldest shows. It is part time, so you gotta wait every Saturday. But some of the full time shows are a different type of cold. Yeah, <laughs> ice cold <laughs> zinger. By the way, we are now, and I congratulate Tegna for making the best decision of their lives. I congratulate Steve, Yak, and whoever else had anything Mike all to do to do with it. The announcement is G. Bush in the barbershop. Yes, the people's champ is coming 
to the Ultimate Cleveland Very Sports good. Show channel every single Monday and every single Wednesday from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. So guess what? You get that same G. Bush. You get the storytelling. You get the environment. You get to get a haircut. I could give you a shave. I could give you a, a, a taper. You get a lineup. You can come through. And it, it, if you love G. Bush, if you love G. Bush one-on-one -on -one style and, and me giving you the opportunity to, to really dive into certain things, this is that format. You're going to love it every single Monday and Wednesday. So we'll give you opportunity to definitely get your reaction in. Vent with me. Reaction Monday here on UCSS. We'll go over it. We'll argue. We'll fight. We'll do a lot of other stuff. Then check right back in. Go get something to eat. Come back home three to four. You're right back in the barbershop. We'll come on Wednesday. And Wednesday will be a, 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 like a Browns preview. So we'll preview what's coming up on, on that on that week with the Browns. We'll use that to do that. And so um, shout out to everybody. And, and, and it's the people. Because the people have been yelling and screaming for it. And um, shout out to Tegna, shout out to, uh, you know, Steve and all the other people of the WKYC for making it happen. The barbershop is now available three days a week. Now open three days a week. Now open three days a week. And it'll be live. Starting during football season. Let's clarify. Starting during football season. Second week of September. Yes, that's correct. The Wednesday before the Browns game. Or the Wednesday. Okay, starting that Wednesday. Yeah, so not like this coming Wednesday, but once football season starts, G. Bush is on. Yes. Yep. And then the week after that, it'll be Monday, Wednesday, every week. And it'll be live, of course. Live, three to yes. four. So congratulations. Live. On the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show YouTube channel. Right. So, so. If, you're already, um, if you've already subscribed, you'll get the alerts. If you haven't subscribed, well, what are you doing? That, you subscribe already. Get on that. Yeah. Subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. That's right. You'll get all the alerts, and it'll be on there. So, you know, we're moving. Now yeah. we got the producer show, the barbershop, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Hey, it's you not bad. What's next? Not bad for that little internet. So they right. said it'll be gone That's in a couple right. weeks. They did. They said that. Screw them. Uh, Mike, <laughs> we got some other big news in the making. We can't say anything <laughs> yet until you know it's officially official. Yeah. But I promise you, what we're doing here at football season is going to blow your guys' mind. And once we can tell you, we will shout it from the rooftops because it is really freaking cool. And with that, let's get to our first topic of the day, Bull. Yes, indeed. It's Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Watson. Uh, the expectations we have for him in this game, plus in this final preseason game, plus he had some interesting comments today. Are we going to play that first? Or yeah, we'll wanna... start with the comments. This Hayden Grove yeah. tweeted out, and I'll read it word for word for you. Take tag word full. Yeah. Shout out to Anthony. He's using his phone's hotspot on his iPad to get these nice. up. That's how much the dedication we have behind the glass here. Deshaun Watson was asked about preseason quarterback rankings, and he responded, quote, I missed two years of football, so I shouldn't be in those rankings, to be honest continues i got to go out there and prove and just show what i got to do to get back in those conversations the the question was is he in, does he feel slighted he insulted or, insulted or disrespected by not being that he's not being listed wherever he's being listed not the, what was the question top 10 specifically or uh top 10 yes that he's not being listed in the top 10 and his answer is correct i mean i, I like that answer by him love that answer yeah. love it love it remember we Last week, it was people were thinking he had a little, little bit of rabbit ears when he was talking about interceptions that he was throwing during the, uh, during the practice. But yeah. this shows me a level of growth. This shows me a level of being real and honest with it. And, and I like when people are honest and real about the situation. He has the right mindset. Hey, look, at one point in time going into this game, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson were mentioned in the same breath. Now it's not even a thing that people talk about. And he's saying, rightfully so. I missed two years of football. I got to go out and put some real, real plays on tape before yeah. I can even start talking about that. I love, right. I love his attitude right here. And and uh, on your podcast yesterday, uh, Earl said said it was Cap, right? Yeah, Earl called Cap on Watson, and Earl is upstairs. So we, I, I would love to turn the camera and have yeah. him explain exactly what he said. But I'll, I'll paraphrase for you. He goes, you know. I like Deshaun saying that, but I don't think that's how he actually feels. I think that Deshaun Watson believes he's in there, but he's kind of just playing the safe route because if he gives the media any more fodder, they'll just run with yeah. it. What, and, what do and you think it. of that, Jason? Uh, do you think that up. Earl is right that Watson believes he's a top-10 quarterback, but he just said what people wanted to hear? It wouldn't be a bad thing. All these guys, to get the level that they are, I think they're top-10. Whether right. they are or not, they right. always think they're right. in the top-10 or, or top-5 even of what they do. But I also think that Deshaun needs some motivation for or he's He's seeking motivation for himself. We've talked about that before with guys who play at a high level and, and will just create something if they have to in order to motivate themselves. 
and I, I think he's looking at this. I so I, I think can both be true because I I think he does feel like he's top ten. But I also do believe him when he says he's got something to prove because he does. He was yeah. trash for those six weeks. That and that's all we have to go on over the right. last two years. So I do think in his head he feels like he's got something to prove, and he does. He does have to come out and prove that he is that guy right. again. So I think both can be true. I think he absolutely in his heart feels like he's still that guy, but he's also smart enough to know that he's got to prove it. That's a hundred percent true. I like you could pay attention to rankings or whatever. It's one person's opinion. Nobody, it makes no sense at this moment in time, if you're making, if you're ranking the best quarterbacks in football, why would anybody put Deshaun Watson no. in the top 10? And he'd look he's, foolish he if he came out. He'd look years, foolish if he came out and said, I belong in the right. top, whatever. Like, you don't that's get, crazy. You don't, you don't get there because three years ago, right. you were great. Right. Three years ago, he was in the top 10. Right. But for two years, he's not even on the list. Right. So, I, last year, wasn't in the top 30. Yeah. Now, we all may think he's going to be in the top 10 this year, certainly on the back end of it, if nothing else. And he certainly has the talent to get there again, but he hasn't done anything for two years. So I thought that was the right attitude. I think you make a good point. He probably thinks down deep, yes, I, I am. I'm as good as I, I've I'm ever as been. as good as anybody. Yeah. I can do this. Is this more of a undersell over deliver thing? You think he's sure. like, look, I'm, I'm just going to be modest with it. Come out, say, hey, I got to prove it. But in the back of his mind, he's like, I, I, I know what I can do. I can over-deliver that. Yeah, sure. And, and let's face it. I mean, outside of Cleveland, the, the expectations for Deshaun Watson are not that high. I mean, you know, you look at, you watch some national stuff, and some people are mentioning the Browns and thinking they might be a playoff team, talking about the talent they have. Nobody's going bonkers over Deshaun Watson right now. No. Because you don't know what to expect. Right. As good as he was, it's been two years since he's been that player. So... We made you know, it's easy to say, well, he's going to just be that player again. Why not? He's young. And I think that way, but it's not 100% certainty until we see it. So that's so I don't think the expectations are that high around the league for Deshaun Watson. So, especially because there's a lot of people around the league, or at least fans, that want him to fail. Yes. So they're not going to have high expectations. So, so do you believe, like, nationally, yeah. they're just not very. Because every time I turn it on, they say there's a question mark. They don't know what to say, how to move with it. Do right. you think nationally there's no expectations for them? I think from some people. I mean, you can't group every national media member together. I've seen some. Like, I look at all these lists just to see. Because if it could be fodder for the show or whatever, SI puts out one. This, but, And I've seen some of these lists where, like, uh, I saw something. I don't even remember where. I've seen so many. I don't even remember where it was. But the other day, I was like, there was somebody who was, like, making ten bold predictions. And, and, and one of his predictions was, that that the, the Browns win the AFC North and Deshaun Watson is an MVP candidate. Whether he's, I, I know we all don't think he's going to win an MVP, right. but the, but he thinks he's going to be an MVP candidate. But by and large, I think most people nationally are on like a, on hold with 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 yeah. Deshaun. They're like, yeah. I think he's going to be good again, but I'm not sure. So let's let's see what he is. But I don't know if you're just making the list of the ten best quarterbacks right now in football. You just can't put him on the list him at on. the moment. At the moment. Uh, for whatever it's worth, I'll say in fantasy drafts, he's kind of being, you know, not that fantasy means everything, but there's some correlation to the NFL. He's mostly going as like the 8th to 10th quarterback in fantasy drafts. And I know you guys had Mike Sando on when I was in Europe, but Mike Sando does his annual QB tiers, yeah. and that's based on the votes from 50 executives people within the NFL. Coaches. Executives, yeah. player personnel, coaches, etc. And Deshaun Watson was the last player in Tier 2. And I think that was quarterback eight or nine in totality. I think it was a little lower than that. I'll double check, but it was it was in that when yeah he was, eight to he was twelve the back of tier range. two. I think it was like twelve though. I think the back of tier two was twelve. But I, I could let me be double wrong. check. Hold on. Yeah. yeah, and that's solely based on what you saw the first three years. Right. Let me ask you this. Um, yeah, I know this is an exact science, but what is the bare minimum of the old Deshaun Watson? That we need to, that the Browns have to have this year for them to make the playoffs. So, say for instance, you yeah. say is eighty-five percent of Deshaun Watson's best year good enough for them to make the playoffs? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it all, but he could be the player he was in Houston, and it's possible they could still miss the playoffs. That's how Absolutely. good he is. Yeah, it's possible. I'm not saying I if he's the player he was in Houston, they almost definitely make the playoffs, but because the AFC is so loaded, I don't think it's a sure thing. 
you know, it depends how good the rest of the team turns out to be. We right. think it's going to be really good, but maybe Deshaun Watson ends up being great, and maybe the wide receivers aren't as good as we thought, or the defense is not quite as good. We, you There's know, always knows? the injury wild card right. with you, all of these teams. What was that? He was 11. 11. So Watson was 11 on that yeah. list. So according to executives around the league and player personnel and coaches, he's still on that borderline of top 10, even though he's done nothing for two years. That's how talented people think he is. The fact any other quarterback that had had the track record that he's had the last two years wouldn't Bottom even be talked about. Tier four, tier five. He's still 11, even though he's done, even though the only thing he's done for two years is either not play or play like crap. Right. That's pretty amazing. I mean, look at Baker. Two bad years. Look where he is. Exactly. He was tier five. Yeah. So. He's all basically off the list. Yeah. That's crazy. I, yeah. I, I'm looking at it, and I'm, I'm trying to compare him to – because it's been so long since we, we saw what, what he was at his peak. I had to go back and just look at highlights and try to figure, like, right. all right, let me go back and look. It's been so long since you've been playing like this. And I'm trying to think where would I put him amongst AFC quarterbacks if you're looking at it. If, if he's 100% of Watson what he was when he, when he left, is that 100% better than Herbert? Is that 100% G, Allen? Before you guys answer, is this take 2020 Deshaun Watson and place him in today's Cleveland Browns yes. offense? Yes. Assuming he's not getting any better than 2020. Just, that, just, that's just it. so we're all on the same page. That's okay. the 2020 Watson in today's offense. It's a great question. Bull, Jason, what do you think? Uh... I mean, it's right. It's right there. I, I, it'd be hard to differentiate between Burrow, Watson, Allen, and Herbert behind Mahomes if you had the twenty twenty Watson. So he'd be in the neck and neck for two. Yeah, two, five. I, Mahomes is still number one. I, mm-hmm. I would still say Burrow two, and then I'd say Watson three, and then Allen, and then yeah, and then I, Herbert for I, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd still put. Allen ahead of him, I think, yeah. but I really soured on Josh last year a little bit. This is yeah. a big year for him. I mean, obviously, we haven't spent a lot of time talking about yeah. it. This is a big year in Buffalo and Josh Allen. But but Deshaun, I mean, if Deshaun comes out and plays like he did in Houston in 2020, I'll put him in the top five easy with no hesitation whatsoever, and the Browns are going to go on a deep run. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I actually I agree with all you guys there. I think yeah. Mahomes is still in a category of his own, and it's yeah. going to be really hard to unseat him, but he's right in that conversation. And I think Herbert is a step below those guys. For me, I, I don't, think I don't agree with you. Below. I don't think Herbert's a step below. For me, and I, you'll argue I'm biased, it's fine. To me, Burrow has uh, intangibles and I'd agree with you a level of leadership and just football savvy that puts him ahead of those other guys by I, a little bit. If we had to rank, and G, I'm going to ask you this yeah. question next. 2020 Watson, and I watched, I was in Texas when that happened. I watched a lot yeah, of the Sean Watson in 2020. And the team around him was trash. Team around him was terrible. Yeah. Their record was 4 and 12. Wins and losses is not yeah. just a quarterback stat. I hate when people say that's just a quarterback stat. Right. I would go Mahomes, mm-hmm. Burrow, Watson, Allen, and then Herbert 5. And the reason I put him over Josh Allen is Josh Allen has that tiny bit of like, F it, I'm going to make a play, and it leads to a turnover that scares the crap out of yeah. me. It also leads to some magical plays, and Deshaun Watson has a little bit of that in him, but I think Deshaun's just a little more careful, protecting right. his body, a little less scary to watch on a regular basis when and, he's running And ultimately, like I agree with that list. That I, would be I, my I, exact that, order, That too. was my exact order right there. I'd, I, I'd, you would flip, just flip, I'd flip Deshaun and Josh. Deshaun yeah. and Josh out. Ultimately, whether you put him two, three, four, or five, doesn't really matter. Right. If he's in that group, right. that's good. good. Yeah. So let's look forward to Saturday then. Yeah. So they play the Chiefs. We've seen Deshaun throw three passes this preseason. That's <laughs> yeah. it. That's kind of crazy, ain't it? It, it, it's, it is. It is. Considering how little he's played the last two years. Cincinnati is now 17 days away. Yeah. What do you guys want to see from Deshaun on Saturday going up against the Kansas City-led Patrick Mahomes offense to make you feel that when week one comes – and the answer could be nothing. Nothing will – I know, Bull, you're a right. preseason – lover so maybe nothing will change here but what do you want to see from Deshaun on Saturday to make you feel like you know what when Cincinnati rolls around when kickoff comes for week one our guy is a hundred percent ready and boy you go last because you're gonna say I don't care okay so Jason, I wasn't you start. gonna say I don't care this I am kind of in the nothing camp now yeah. it's if if he throws two interceptions Saturday I think it's, it's like Kate York missing a couple it's kicks gonna panic it's gonna yeah. be panic yeah if he it, but if on the flip side, if he engineers two touchdown drives, I'm not going to get overly excited about it. I feel like it can only be – I hate to say it, but it can only be negative that come out of it. You know what I mean? I, I don't know that he's going to do if, – if he, if he engineers two touchdown drives, everyone's going to feel good about it, and they should. 
But I don't know that anyone realistically can declare Deshaun Watson's back and he's going to have the 2020 season we were just talking about. You know, I, I just don't know that anything really can come of Saturday that makes you think that can wash away everything that we've seen to tell you that he's back. Now, if he plays poorly, it, and I'd say the same thing with Cade York. If Cade yeah. York makes two kicks Saturday, are you going to be thrilled with it? Are you going to feel like Cade York is back? No. Right. But if he misses two more, you, the panic yeah, is going to be that's right, that's off right. the chart. And I kind of feel the same way about Deshaun as yeah. I do with Cade York right now. I, I think I would, I would agree with you um, if it wasn't who they were playing. Now, this is the way people look at it. They just inside, they feel this way, right? So you're going against Patrick Mahomes, and the natural thought process is that I'm going against Mahomes. I got to look like Mahomes, or at least look like I'm in the league with Mahomes. Right. Um, and if you can come out and leave some uh, touchdown, touchdown drives, even if it's points on the board, I'd even feel good if they got down to the 40 and they had to kick a field goal. And Kate York made it at Arrowhead. I would be happy and excited. Yeah. But I want to see just Christmas. I want to see... A command. I really don't necessarily want to see scrambles. I want to see the balls thrown downfield. I want to see him on target with his receivers. I want to see guys catching the football. No holding penalties. No motion penalties. False starts. All that good stuff. I just wanted to be Chris. Get some points on the board. And it's not so much for whether or not that means anything going into the in the regular season for him. At the end of the day, I think it means a lot to his teammates. Because his teammates want to see it. His teammates will rally around that because they I was just watching Hard Knocks with the Jets and and how everybody for the Jets are, is waxing poetic about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, right. he's that guy. Yeah, and yeah. So, you know, for, for the guys in the locker room, it does mean a little something because they want to see him get back to it. And then that's the first confirmation. What better way to do it against a guy who you yeah. know is to go at this point at this point in time right now against the Chiefs? I just want to see him look like just show uh, control of the offense, the command of the offense, leadership, and just, just like you said, smooth, just looking like a – how many times have we watched the Browns for the past – well, for you a lot longer, but like let's just say the last decade. Their offense often just looked like crap. Yeah. Right? Just, it never yeah, looked like just, an NFL offense. Oh, not never, but yeah, just very rarely. Very rarely. You I want to see yeah. an offense where I'm like – that's that's it. This is the four o'clock game. This is game. it, right? This right. is the four o'clock exactly. game right here. I see yes. it. Now let me ask you guys a crazy question. Maybe this is insane. Maybe you think this is the stupidest question ever, but I'm curious. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's it's 5 p.m. Sunday after the Bengals game. I'm going to give you two scenarios that took place in that game. Mm -hmm. And you tell me. Think, and think about it, because the question is going to sound crazy. But think about, try to imagine yourself in that spot. Bengals-Browns just ended. And how are you feeling? This is what happened. Scenario one. The Bengals win 38-35. Deshaun Watson throws for 376 yards, four touchdowns, and no picks. But they, he gets outslugged. No defense game. Scenario two. Watson's a disaster. He has no touchdowns, two picks, inaccurate, throws for 175 yards. But Joe Burrow didn't play, and uh, Trevor Simeon started, and he's so bad that the Browns pulled one out 10 to 7. Let's give it 13 6, just to make it a little 13 6. 13 6. That's a Trevor Simeon score. What do you feel? How do you. Now, obviously, party, it's like they won the game. Who cares? But if you think in big picture. And, we're, and if you're, if depending on how nervous you are about Watson bouncing back, what do you think? What actually would make you feel better at the end of that first game? The win and Watson playing poorly because there's 16 more games to go. 
And a lot of guys, the first week, we've talked about it before with rough pre or with minimal time in the preseasons. A lot right. of guys don't look their best in week one. I think we would give them a pass. Say it's week one. Yeah. Long layoff. All that stuff still applies. Yeah. Hey, they won the game. That's all that matters. They found a way. They found a way to win the game. That's what good teams do. They find right. a way to win the game. I think you would take that over him playing well and Gee, losing. Bush, that's a, it's a tough oh. one, huh? Because you still got 16 to go. You got <laughs> 16 right, more. It's not a terrible question, though. It's not a terrible question. I want to go last on this one. Jesus. Okay. It's this, a divisional you're opponent. You're struggling with it right now. It's a divisional opponent. You got to get that win, man. That, no matter that, what. That's a damn good question because, you know, he's right, man. You're supposed to get that. I don't care how you do it. Just go get the win. But... That would be a letdown and a half. You threw two picks, Trevor Simeon. You was at home, like people would be scratching their head. Um, and then if you come out, you 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 out you, you just got outdo it, right? I'm gonna just I'm gonna go with this win, but for a different reason. I'll go with that win over the Bengals because if you won 13 to six and they got two field goals, that means the Browns defense was just lights out, and I think the Browns defense will be lights out. And then I could rationalize to myself. Lied to myself about, look, he, he didn't play the preseason. I probably would get on the internet and rail on him about not play, playing in the preseason. Yeah. And Stefanski does it again. Um, but I would be, I'm, I wouldn't lie in the back of my, my mind. I would be like. You'd be scared. I'd be scared yeah. as hell because I don't, you, you, you got to understand. You're not going to win many games in the NFL like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not. what's interesting before we go to you, Mike, for your opinion, in a way, you, obviously, you'd be happier that they won, but you'd be more excited and optimistic going into week two if they lost the way I said yep. it's an area one, I think. Because you would talk, you would talk the Monday night you win. Could, you, you'd, be, say, you'd be screaming about the defense. You, but yeah. you could say, well, the defense is a lot of new guys. They t- it takes time to gel. Uh, go ahead, Mike. What would you say? You guys know I love you. Jason, you're a friend. G, you're a brother. Bull, you're my main host. You guys are my guys. Why do I get to be a brother? This, <laughs> so you're actually excluded you from this. Jewish, I'm insulted that I'm not a brother. You're, you're my Jewish, Jewish brethren. All right, good. Deeper than brotherhood. Mm-hmm. But you didn't answer, so you're excluded from this. Yeah. You guys are wrong. If we have said for the last two months, there are no excuses for Deshaun Watson. Zero. Zilch. Yeah. Zero more excuses. Deshaun Watson has said there are no excuses. And if he comes out in week one and can barely beat Trevor Simeon... I don't give a damn about the result of the game. I'm feeling like absolute dog crap heading into week two against Pittsburgh, week four against Baltimore, and week five against San Francisco. I'll take a loss if I know Deshaun Watson's back. Because guess what? Joe Burrow's a damn good quarterback in his own right. But I know I got one of the guys who can go toe-to-toe with anyone in the league. And I'd feel way better after a week one loss if it was 38-35 or whatever score you said. Knowing that Deshaun Watson's the guy that we thought he was. He was in 2020, the guy we gave the contract to, the guy we traded three first-round picks for, the guy that's going to be the future leader of this franchise and lead the Cleveland Browns, hopefully on a deep playoff runs and a Super Bowl run. I feel way better knowing we got the guy who we paid for than anything else, regardless yeah. of the result. I, I'm with Mike. I also would, I would also feel better about the Browns, even though it's a loss and even though Every win is precious in the NFL. You all are but crazy. It, I, I get it. It is a little crazy. This team but, has won the opener, what, twice in 23 years? You know what, though? And you want a loss? And Deshaun to look I'm right. You want a loss. We're right. If the Browns no are going to be good this year, it's going to be because Deshaun Watson is back to being great. Absolutely. And if he's great in week one. Doesn't mean he's going to be great two through 17. Right. That's true. Yep. I'm going to take the if he plays great in week one, I'm going to say, he's back. There's every reason to believe he's back because he's been great for okay, years in his career. So you lose 38-35 in week yeah. one, and he balls out. He goes to Pittsburgh week two, throws four picks. Now you're 0-2. The question wasn't, how am I going to feel on September <laughs> 18th? The question was, at 5 o'clock on well, September 10th, how am I going to feel? In the AFC, where it's... Pull up on that. In we the don't have AFC... Internet. What? Oh, we don't have the internet. Can Earl do that or No. Earl, who will hear this in 30 seconds, is on a 30-second yeah. delay of Earl, stairs. Earl, put up a poll on Put that. up a poll and then send me the text, and at some point we'll read you those results. In the AFC, where the playoff picture I is going to be hey, so Bengals tight, started 0-2 and last year. every win matters. Jason Bengals started 0-2 last year. In the, the, a, a divisional – these ain't the Bengals, man. Like, you, you need every you. win. You but win how, the game. How confident are fans – Beating, win the beating game. Trevor Simeon? It what, doesn't what, what, matter. What, what, it's what, a win. What, what was the numbers again, Bull? Let me see. <laughs> Deshaun, <laughs> he, he, he's coming on our side. Four he's touchdowns, coming on our no side. picks. But so, 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 Burrow guys, beats him at the gun. You guys but the, are but nuts. The, the, when we won, what was the numbers? 
He was uh, he had 170, yard, 170 yards, and two picks. no touchdowns, two picks. Oh my god! You guys are crazy. Obviously, he's Take extreme. He's a, that, that 170. Odds are he's going to play somewhere in between those two. Ooh, that 170 and two picks is tough <laughs> to swallow. I, yeah. I'll give you I'll give you credit for that one. Yeah, I give you, oh, that question is is coming around. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, but 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 you you can always sleep on it, and you can say, look, we got to win. We're gonna go back to the we gonna go back to the drawing board, figure it out. Uh and, and, and we'll figure it well, here's the thing too. I'll throw this caveat in there. Yeah. If Nick Chubb has like hundred and forty yards in that game, yeah. Whatever, I'll take it. All right. If he if Chubb had hundred and forty, I was like, Well, that was it was a Chubb game. That's what it was. It was you got a chubby. Take uh, Earl has put the poll up. I heard that poll. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. Real quick before we move on to our next thing. Yeah. Steve, take a fast read, please. Give it one sec. This is lack of technology. I got to give a special shout-out to somebody in the chat right now. Our guy, Skilly. Skilly. Let's give him a round. He just gifted 20 memberships. Skilly! Skilly for the dub. Skilly was in the chat yesterday on Behind the Glass. He is a constant fixture in the chat on YouTube, according to Anthony and Earl. And he just gifted 20 memberships. And Skilly, for that, you are the real MVP. Much appreciated, Skilly. And if you're not a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show and you're not one of the lucky 20 people who got gifted a membership by Skilly, you can join yourself for a buck ninety-nine a month that gets you starters tier perks. For four ninety-nine a month, it gets you coaches tier perks. With those coaches tier perks, you get all the same things you get in the starters tier: the loyalty badges, custom emojis, and members-only community posts, plus overtime video every day. It adds up to about four hours of extra content on a daily basis. Today we're talking about one of Bull's favorite topics, and he doesn't even know what it is yet, Ooh. but I promise I didn't forget about it like yesterday. There is a real nice. topic, and Bull's going to go ballistic when he sees it. Good. Become a member for football season. It is well worth the few bucks, and we appreciate all you guys' support. And fast read. Nailed it. Steve's getting good at this. By the way, this next topic we're going to talk about, I call this the straw man argument. Well, you can set it up. Okay. So, Mike sends a text yesterday. Tyvis sent the first one. Oh, Tyvis, that's true. Tyvis sent the first one saying, why doesn't Trey Lance, why don't the Niners get criticized for the Trey Lance deal like the Browns do for Deshaun Watson? And first of all, it's just a bad comparison. The Browns are only criticized for the Watson trade because of the off the field. If it wasn't for the off the field, there'd be zero criticism of Watson. Yes. Of the trade itself. Zero. Mm -hmm. Um, number two, there's plenty of criticism for tr the Trey Lance trade. They're getting killed. We're just not talking about it here in Cleveland because why the hell would we care about the backup quarterback on the 49ers? I'm sure out on the West Coast, they don't have cool sports talk like we do here in Cleveland and on the East Coast, but uh, I'm sure they're talking about that plenty, the fact that they traded three first-round picks. But another thing is, the Niners are winners and the Browns are losers. First of all... They really traded two. They didn't trade three. Like, they swapped 12 that, for three. That's a good point. Yeah, So, yeah. it's two first-round picks. Right, right, it's right. not three. So, right there, it's a bad comparison. Right. I agree with everything else you said. It's the off-field stuff. But here's another interesting component of this. Yeah. There were three other teams willing to make the same deal the Browns made with Houston. Is there anyone else in the league that would have traded two first-round picks to move up to three to take Trey Lance? I don't think so. I don't think so. And, yeah. and for that... San Francisco deserves to get crushed. They do, but because they keep winning anyway. That's it. it Their roster, yeah. two through 53, is the best in the NFL. No doubt. They are one of the best-run organizations in right. football. They have unbelievable talent on both yeah. sides of the ball, and they've been able to win in spite of a quarterback right. at a fairly high level, not they a Super Bowl. They got to the NFC Championship game last yes. year with a guy who was drafted in the seventh and round. If that, and, and that is what will really save them on this. If Purdy, right. if Purdy it, develops right. and yes. is okay – that's what's going to bail them yes. out because that is a disaster. I compare this. I compare this to the Cavs, right? He's like, what? What's what are you talking about? I compare this to the Cavs. When the Cavs drafted Kyrie, they hit right. Yeah. They got all these first round picks, right? They missed on Deion Waiters, right? They they hit on Tristan Thompson, yes. who turned out to be a good player. Then they got Anthony Bennett. Ooh. Anthony Bennett, like the Cavs, still won a championship despite. The biggest whiff in the history of the draft and Anthony Bennett. They were like, yeah. okay, we're cool. Then they got Andrew Wiggins, right? Yeah. And then they traded him for Kevin Love, and they still won. Is it today the anniversary of that, the Kevin Love trade? Is it? Is it? No. Today's the anniversary of Andrew Luck retiring. 
four years ago. Look today. it up. See if I when Kevin Love was traded to the yeah. Cavs. I feel like today is the uh-huh. anniversary. Be- because, because you missed a key component in that championship. Well, go ahead. Somebody came back. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There was a I whole mean, like we we act like that was we act like that wasn't the catalyst. That, that, right? that, that, that the just a little bit, right? But the, but the point is, and you're right, they missed is, terribly. They've been they missed terribly. The, the, the what the Niners did is even worse because not only did they miss, but they traded up for that. Miss. Right, right. But they've overcome it essentially. Yeah, and because they have so much talent, and it just goes to show you, like you could be bad, you could have a hit or miss some places. But if you can develop guys, it yeah. makes it, it, it's it's like makeup. It ble- it covers up a lot of That's blemishes right. no if doubt. you can develop guys. What'd you say, Mike? I didn't hear you. Yesterday was the anniversary. I was close. He was close. Very close. Good My good. anniversary Look, is the Kevin Love anniversary. That's crazy. Yeah, look at that. We got that in common. <laughs> Love is in the air. <laughs> Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. But we the, need to get Wi-Fi back because Mike's driving me crazy back here. <laughs> that was funny. Hater. Uh, the, 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 the interesting part about that, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on the Trey Lance trade, yeah. but something that I, it kind of struck me this morning when I was driving in is like, I don't talk to John Lynch. I talked to him once at the NFL owners meetings. Yeah. This is just me speculating. I think they looked at that and thought, this is our last chance. We don't like Jimmy G. Yeah. We're at 12. We can't get one of the top guys, and we're really good. Yeah. This is our last chance to try and get a franchise guy. Right. Let's push all in and do whatever we have to do to do it. And yeah. they did it. Right. Credit to them for having the courage to do it, having the guts to push in. They just picked the wrong guy. Yeah. Although, I don't know, if they picked Justin Fields, would they be that much better off? I don't, I don't in know. In fairness, though, to Trey Lance, he's barely He hasn't had much of a chance. He you know he was in the same much. recruiting class as DTR? Oh, really? Wow. They were in the same high school recruiting class. DTR, since entering college, has thrown, I saw the stat yesterday, 1,441 passes in real games. Yeah. Trey Lance has thrown 387. Now, yeah. if I'm a Tampa or New Orleans or one of these teams. Tennessee? Tennessee? I would oh, absolutely. Oh, no, but Tennessee drafted Will Levis, man. Okay. Yeah, oh, they did. I, yeah, I was yeah, thinking, yeah. Uh, you're right, they did. Yeah. Tampa would be perfect. I'm yeah, calling San Francisco. I'm there. calling San Francisco and saying, "I'll give you a fifth. I'll give you a fourth. Whatever." Right. You're buying the guy for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. I think I said that on the show months ago. I don't know. We have enough data to say that he's a bust. It hasn't gone no, well. No. But we don't have enough data no. to say that he's a bust. But they must really believe in Brock Purdy. Yeah. They must think they really have a find with him in the seventh round. As unlikely as that is, because. You know, everybody brings up Brady, but that's that's the exception, not the rule. But the guy, one of the one of the guys that I would trust the most in the NFL to find a quarterback and say that's the guy is yeah. Kyle Shanahan. It's, if Kyle Shanahan believes in you, yeah, okay. What's amazing? I is, know Shanahan's botched some quarterback situations in the past. Like, he has not done a phenomenal. His track record. It, it is true. Like he, they seem to be such a smart smart organization at every other position. And yet they haven't gotten it right there. But maybe they finally have with Purdy. I don't. I, don't I know. thought Purdy played really well. He's certainly got to prove it for another year. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, on that team, like, that's the one team you feel like if Purdy can get to, like, the top of Tier 3, be the somewhere between the 12 and 15, yeah. that they could win with <laughs> Well, that's who they had in Jimmy G. That's what they had. Well, I don't even think he was that hype for me. Uh, I think, I he, think was. he was. Like, I think he was Tier so, 3. So, 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 now... I think the 49ers do get some sort of criticism because they get plenty. They, yeah, they've been a great team uh, on paper and, yeah. and on defense and offense since 18. But the thing that has been holding them back was the fact they go against the Chiefs. They were winning that football game. They had Jimmy G at quarterback, right? Yeah. Now you go in, you have Brock Purdy. He gets hurt. The guys uh, behind him weren't talking about much. So you got this roster, and yeah. this is why. I, people don't say anything about the Browns. They just say something about Deshaun Watson because of the allegations. Now, when you look at it, everybody from a football standpoint understands it. The Browns and the 49ers were in the same boat. Now, the, the 49ers have a better roster or had a better roster um, from top to bottom. Browns are right there when you look at roster. But if the quarterbacks play to, to their potential, now you got the Browns who look better than the 49ers if the quarterback returns to who they are. Sure, absolutely. I, I, I still think I agree with Jason. I think not including quarterback, the Niners are definitely the best talent in the league. But the Browns are close enough that if Watson plays his potential, they're a better roster overall because Brock Purdy's upside I don't think is anywhere close to Deshaun Watson. 
Do you think that you, you guys think that, that whatever neck and neck, I guess, do you think they're better roster than the Eagles? The Who? Niners? The Niners? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do too. I think the Niners top to bottom. I think quarterback's a separator with those teams. Jalen Hurts, obviously, is yeah. better than anything San Francisco has. Yeah. I mean, it's close, though, because Philadelphia is very talented also. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. guys remember who you picked when they played in the NFC Championship last year? Uh, no. Off the top of your head, do you remember who you I picked in that I game? I think I picked the Eagles, but I'm not sure. I don't think I made a pick. I don't think I was here that I day. Think I, picked, I think I picked the Eagles. Do you remember? Because I said they was playing at home. I think you guys picked the – I picked the Niners, and I remember – and I could be wrong, but I think I remember being like, I'm going against you guys. And the reason yeah. you guys picked Philly was they were home. And I was like, I just trust the Niners' defense and the way they're moving yeah. the ball. But those Actually, two I, rosters I, I are know very, I had very Philly. close. I had, yeah. I, had, I had Philly. You had Philly. That was the hardest game to pick. But, you know, because of what happened in that game, they've gone back to the old rule where you can have an emergency quarterback. It used to be that way. I don't know why they got rid of that. So if you... But the, the, the emergency quarterback's got to be on the 53-man roster. So that means the Browns are keeping three quarterbacks. Oh, they're they for will sure keep three quarterbacks, three. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but you only have to have two active on game day. Right. But the third quarterback can play if the first two quarterbacks both get hurt. And, man, we got yes. the best third quarterback in the game, D-T-R. It's the third string Tear the tape off, red button, special tag. If somebody get hurt, I'm confident if both t- both guys get in. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing where, as we're talking about Trey Lance, the Niners, where I think they deserve a little bit of credit is identify a mistake and move on from it rather right. than trying to oh. keep over. And we've talked about that. To, to the point, a lot of teams here. would have said, he has to play. even the way Purdy played, as well as Purdy played, would have said, too much we invested, we're going to go back to Lance. Yep. And, and Shanahan, from the beginning of this offseason, was like, Purdy's the guy. If he's if he's healthy, he's our guy. Yeah, and yeah. he's their guy. Yeah, and so for I mean, they missed badly. It looks like right. on the pick, but to have the courage to move on as quickly as they did, I mean, partly because they obviously believe in Brock Purdy. Yeah, but to identify the mistake and say nope, we're not going there. We're going to cut yeah. our losses and go here. That takes courage, man. Like it they, does. They've got they've had guts twice now. Yeah, we'll we'll see if it ultimately Before works. Before we move on, by the way, on a smaller scale, the Browns need to do the same if they feel this way about Cade York. The Browns should not keep Cade York because they drafted him. I, I think that's not the reason to keep him. I think David Bell is the better example on that. David Bell too. Yeah, you shouldn't keep guys just because you drafted them. Yeah, if you made a mistake, move on. I agree. Should have done. They probably should have done that with Anthony Schwartz last year. But anyway, go ahead, Mike. One more question before we move on, just because you brought him up. Do you guys believe in Brock Purdy? Uh, what do you? What's yeah, your definition of believing that. him? Could he be the guy who's good enough at quarterback to lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl? It's fun. It's just funny to me as soon as Bull said he could be the tier three guy. I'm like, well, that's what they. Yeah. That's what they just. I like mean, maybe, the whole, maybe that's not fair. Maybe he can be the but bottom. The whole of the reason tier two. I just you know I was talking about earlier. The whole reason they pushed all in and tried to get from 12 to three was to get better than that. Right. And now I think what I saw last year from this guy, I thought he looked better than I ever thought Jimmy Garoppolo was. I thought Jimmy's pretty good. I'm not a Jimmy Garoppolo guy at all. I thought he was. I thought thought Jimmy G. He got you. He can get you to the Super Bowl if you got enough pieces. Yeah, I think he's pretty good. He's not elite by any means. He's going to hit reality when he goes to the Raiders and he's got nothing there. Oh, yeah, he's going to get that work. Now, Purdy, can he go? I think Purdy, I mean, we got to see more, but I think I'm not going to write him off just because he was a late pick. It's unusual. Like, Mm -hmm. most of the good quarterbacks in the NFL were drafted in the first two rounds. Most of them. There's not many that were. A similarity between Purdy and DTR, by the way, and if you love uh, DTR, you'll like this about Purdy, a ton of college experience. DTR yeah. is a five-year starter. Purdy was a four-year starter at a Power 5 program. I, I, Led Iowa State to their best yeah. two seasons in program history. Got to do it in the regular season. No, 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 I'm, I'm just saying. That's the only time it matters. Oh, they, got they come in with real experience, unlike right. Trey Lance, who came in as a one-year starter at FCS school right. and hadn't proven it. Those guys had proven it. You know who's the last the highly drafted one-year starter in the NFL before? Trubisky? Mitch nope. Trubisky. And I'm, I'll tell you what. What they're going to do, get ready for it. Debo Samuel in the backfield and Christian McCaffrey, good luck with that. I got nine dudes up there. Well, and they even got Elijah uh, Mitchell, too, who's yeah. a pretty good back and also. And Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, they got – they got And Kittle when he's healthy. They got <laughs> what, I'm going – he's going to have to prove that he can throw the ball consistently Yeah, where they try yeah, to take the run again. What, he played five games last year? He was 9-0. Oh. 
He, he played, played nine, nine games. games. Well, including the playoffs. He was 9-0 and oh, up until the playoff game where he got hurt. That's a decent amount of games. Yeah, I mean, certainly you got to see it from a guy drafted that late more than a half a season. But he looked legit last year, yeah. I thought. Yeah. So, we'll He see. definitely passed the eye test. All right, we got to take another fast track, Steve. Whenever you're ready, you could take that. If you guys need the best Browns gear on the market for the upcoming football season, make sure you head to fanatics.com slash UCSS to get yourself some Browns gear, your friends, your family presents, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your boyfriend's sister, your girlfriend's brother, whoever you're buying Browns gear for, make sure you're buying it at fanatics.com slash UCSS. You help us out on the back end while also getting the best Browns gear on the market. Once again, that link, fanatics.com slash UCSS. By the way, speaking of the Browns, um, they cut Kellen Mond. I don't think we actually – not that it's that big a deal. But. And Charles Wiley. Charles Wiley yeah. of the New England Wileys. Well, you're talking about but, Browns gear. It reminded yeah. me, my wife was at Marshall's yesterday, and she yeah. said they've got Baker jerseys for like 10 bucks. Baker Browns They're jerseys. They're still available? Yeah. And, they get, and she said they had Cooper Cowboys jerseys. I said, well, she didn't know the number. I said, it had to be Amari. It has to be like – He's 19, yeah. Yeah. And so they had Amari Cooper Cowboys jerseys there, and they had Baker jerseys. For like 10, 12 bucks. I almost bought you one. Was they so normal? Almost bought you one. Yeah. I, if, we, if, we have the one that Bull bought last year yeah, upstairs. The Panthers. That was office. a Panthers one, yeah, right? Yeah, it yeah. may be worth it. If you have a Seam Ripper, you could take you could take the you know the name off. Yeah. You could take the number off and you could resew it, but you gotta have a little sewing skill. Yeah. Why this these were probably the cheap the, ones. The iron like, iron yeah. boys. Oh, Why okay. would anybody buy those at this point? I have no idea. The only people buying those are the master bakers. Are either the uh, Master Bakers? I like uh, that. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I, Baker I, Bros is my thing, know but what? I do like Master Bakers. Yeah. You know the what? only other group of people are the guys or women whose kid likes the Browns, but they don't know anything about sports. Right, right. So they're like, oh, here's yeah. a Browns jersey. Yeah. I'll just buy this. Gee, you got a good idea, though. Like, get the six, get yeah. the six jersey, and just take the name off. Take the name off. Yeah. And just and, and, and have it personalized. Like, dude, like. Like, especially, they usually charge you by the letter. Like, you know, my name is Bush in the back of it. I'm like, that's four letters. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or people people say, why don't you just, uh, why don't you just use just the one that says Garrett? And I'm like, because that's Miles Garrett. They're like, but your name is Garrett. I'm like, I'm not going to have another defensive end's name on my shirt like that. That number is not, and I could change it, right? Yeah. And change it to another number, but it still says Garrett. Yeah. I don't know how I feel no. about that. I just can't do that. I shouldn't say this because I'm just going to piss people off for absolutely no reason. Yeah. But I'll say, I I think there comes an age where you got to stop wearing another man's jersey. Oh no 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 like, no like, no! Enough no. with the adults walking around hey, wearing another man's num- name number. Retired him. I like, agree. You have to. Adam the Bull, we talked about this. I I just I think you look silly. You have to re you have to retire him, bro. Because think about it. Like you you like. A grown man too. What you, you saying? You're t- older than the player, like heck yeah, you know, he, for sure, for yeah. sure, if, older than the player. And then you can at least say if you're gonna wear a jersey, you got to get it like customized. Yeah, that's fine. That's Put fine. your name on you uh, favorite number or your name on the back. Fine. A throwback. Yeah. If it's Jim Brown, Paul Warfield. Oh, is it? Now you making excuses? You can wear Jim Brown? Why? Because he's older than you, or if he were alive, because be older than because you. he's a Hall of Famer. He's older than me. So can I wear a Ryan Sandberg or an Andre Dawson? That's cool. Yes, that's yeah. cool. They're retired. Okay. Retired. That's, that's not well, I can't wear a Joe Burrow. No. 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 All right, I got it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree. I don't agree with the rules, but I, I all right, I like, see that. Children, like, children can wear whatever they want. Yes. Right? Your kid wear whatever you they want. Yeah. Like, my, yeah. By the way, my son, he wears Bengal stuff to school. He don't care. Like, he's not – and nobody gives him a hard time as far as I know. The he's Bengals. 10. He's 10, and the uh, Bengals are like 10 years old. When I was a kid, at 10. You grew he, up in Brooklyn. <laughs> that's true. I don't know. In the ten, 80s. Wow. Kings of yeah. New York. I Kings think of New York, 10 right? and 11, if the Browns are good, he may start catching heat. Like, the Browns lost a generation of fans. Yeah, yeah, Two. yeah. My, my oldest son thinks they're a punchline. He's 21. He yeah. laughs at the Browns. A lot of my son's friends, when I ask him, like, who's your favorite team? Not that many of them say the Browns. No, they lost an entire generation of fans yeah. with their ineptness for 20-some-odd the chi- years. A like, bunch of kids like the Chiefs. Yeah. There's one kid that likes the Steelers because yeah. his dad likes the Steelers. It's, real- all about, it's all about players now in the NBA and the NFL. Yeah. Unless you have a good local team or a reason to be connected to said local, you're going to gravitate yeah. towards players. We, we, and speaking of players, yeah, we got to get to this because I do think, even though the news has come out that it's not super serious, what happened at Grant Delpit yesterday 
is worth mentioning. You guys haven't seen the play yet, so Steve, we can take tag word and play it, but Grant Telpit. Oh, there's been an update in the last half hour? Yeah, Mary Kay said he, well, he's, he's in practice, or he's watching practice right now, but this is yeah. the play of the collision, if anyone missed it. There's Delpit on the ground. You can see Ryan Julian's the receiver. He's going to break out of his cut and boom. Ooh. Right uh, well, that was Delpit. pretty stupid. Ryan Julian to be cut today. I'm cutting Ryan Julian. <laughs> yeah. What is he doing? Yeah. Well, I think that was the route. I think that I think that's a genuine. Uh, and how did Grant Delpit not see him coming? That's what I'm saying. And what's up? He was following that tight end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you can't be hitting a guy like that in practice. Well, I don't think it was intentional. Yeah, I, I don't think it was intentional either. But it doesn't matter. I'm getting he, he went pack your bags. Up. Yeah, he went he, like. See, you're, you're you're back at Dillard's tomorrow. Listen, so, according to Mary Kay, just so we're on the same page, yeah. and Steve, it's, this is graphic. Uh, I should have told you to get this right. This is 210. But Delpit, it's a right forearm injury. Yeah. He was listed at day to, listed as day-to-day, expected to be back for the opener. He was seen at practice right. today. So really Based no on that then. collision, I would not have guessed forearm. But my question to you guys is, Delpit has not had the most stellar record of health. He missed all of his rookie season with his Achilles. Yep. Missed games here and there in college. I believe he missed a game or two last year with injury. If this does become more serious, we find out that you know he doesn't make it back in time, or if he gets hurt at any point in the season, how big of a loss would it be to lose Grant Delpit for a prolonged period for the Browns? By the way, Grant Delpit did not miss a game last year. He missed two games in 21. So that's he's only missed two games the last two years. So that's good. I mean, it's, I mean, they... I actually, I actually think the Browns have enough talent in the secondary yeah, to withstand. I think it's a bigger deal for Grant Delbert. This is a big, big year for Grant Delbert. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, about, you know. we, I, I, Rodney Hickman, I like him. Yeah. I, McLeod, he's a veteran. They'd be fine back now, there. Now, let's face it. You and Earl were freaking out over the fourth and fifth defensive tackles a couple of weeks ago getting hurt. Well, now they, they've just now, you don't up, care about now, they up, that. now they've upgraded. Yeah, <laughs> they, they've upgraded. Earl was, Earl was in a so, full-blown panic over So, that was the defensive end. They've upgraded um, and they've they've gotten better, but in the secondary, I like Hickman. I like, and, and I don't think it, even if it ain't Hickman, DeAnthony yeah. Bell, I like him. I have always felt this way as a fan. Is that as long as my quarterback's healthy, I can I can live with any other injury. It sucks, but it's part of football. Guys get hurt. Everybody thinks their team's got it the worst. They probably don't. Uh, obviously, there's one team every year that's got it the worst, but it's probably not your team that you know odds. As long as your quarterback is healthy, I can overcome probably any other injury. Now, there's a couple other guys that if they're out for the season, it's a it's a deal. But unless it's the quarterback, I can survive on, with any other loss. I really believe that. I believe that with the Bengals as a fan. I believe it with the Browns as a fan. If Jamar Chase goes down. It sucks. I'm just messing and, with you. But... They st- when he missed four games last year, whatever yeah, it was, yeah, I think they won three of the four. Well, well who was it? Like it, that it, idiot it, DB coach. I was going to the go there. Who was the it? Browns DB coach or whoever it was? Oh, Lord. who said, "Well, it, it kind of hurt us when it he went was- down." Or whatever it was. <laughs> I think one of the best receivers <laughs> yeah. that came off the field and messed us up. I think it was actually T. Higgins. Maybe Jeff Howard was defensive yeah, back coach. Christmas. Like that, he should have been fired at that moment. <laughs> I mean, he thought it was. He thought he said it with a straight face. That was yeah. one of the most amazing things. Oh my god, <laughs> that was amazing. But really? it's like, yeah, you never want any of your star players to get hurt, right? But you can survive anything but the quarterback. I think when you have a top quarterback, I'm trying to think of a player besides a quarterback that they got hurt. You'd be like, oh, that's a wrap for them. I mean, T.J. Watt really messed up the Steelers last year, right. but they don't have an elite quarterback. But like, but think about this: like, the the second most important player on the Browns is probably Miles Garrett, right? Is that fair? Yeah. You agree with that, or does anybody yes. disagree with that? If Miles Garrett had a season-long injury, it'd be bad. Mm-hmm. But are you saying, oh, season over? I'm not. No. No. Do I like the Browns' chances as much without him? Of course not. But as long as I got Watson, if he's back to the quarterback we think he's going to be, I still got a shot. I still got a shot. You, you, yeah, you as bad a, as the Garrett loss would be, and it would be shot. bad, I still got a shot as long as I got my quarterback. Yep, I, I agree. Especially now. Everybody's saying the you know you said it yesterday. You think the Browns might have the best D line in football? I do. I get it. Miles Garrett is the m- number one reason why. But let me ask you this question: If you if you had to choose, I, this is a crazy one, kind of like the one I gave you. Red. <laughs> if you had to choose, which defensive line would you rather have the Browns have? Their defensive line with last year with Miles Garrett and a bunch of piles of trash. 
or this year's defensive line with no Miles Garrett? This year. That's easy. Easy. This year. This year. Jason, you in agreement on that too? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This one is goofier than... I like the other question. This one's goofy. This one's goofy? I'll say this year. And that's the point. It's like... But if Deshaun Watson gets hurt, it's over. Deshaun Watson gets hurt. That DTR bandwagon is going to be full, baby. That's it. Standing That's it. room only on the DTR bandwagon. I, I could tell you, any other player on the Browns gets hurt, I don't write off the playoffs. Right. Same thing with the Bengals. Even Jamar Chase. As, as bad as that'd be bad. That'd be that'd be real it'd be bad. really bad. That'd be that. But if Jamar Chase gets hurt, I'm not I'm, writing off the playoffs. If, if Jamar Chase, but if get Joe hurt. Burrow or Deshaun Watson miss, it's over. I'm not. I'm not watching this. If Joe, if Joe Burrow was out for the year, I'm not watching the Bengals. I'm watching the Bengals play twice this year against the Browns. That's it. I don't believe that. I'm, I don't believe I'm, that. Why would I watch to watch Trevor Simeon? They can't win with him. Uh, and, By the way, the Bengals they, should sign Carson Wentz. Honestly, as bad as I think he is, they that's would. the most ludicrous take you've ever had. <laughs> he's better than Trevor Simeon. No, he's not. Trust me. No, trust me. <laughs> Well, whatever. Maybe not Carson Wentz. They should sign somebody because Trevor Simeon can't play. I'll in the give NFL. you that. Carson Wentz is lost in a soup. Yeah, Carson Wentz is a clown, and he doesn't really believe in himself. Whatever. Sign Jameis Winston. No, but he's it, not. It, but it goes sign back. Cam Newton. I'd rather have Cam Newton. But it, no, goes, back. Trade. it yeah. goes back to the Colts when they had Peyton Manning. If if you had Jim Sorge as your backup because if Manning goes down, right. your season's it's it over. doesn't matter who the backup is. You're screwed. It's right. That's right. So that's kind of where it's, it's very where rare. That you have a situation like in Philly where Nick Foles went on that run. Right, right. Like, the idea of winning with your backup quarterback, that ain't happening. That's Very. that's a once-in-a-million thing. Jeff Hostetler. I was just thinking that. That was 100 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So, that's two examples in the last 40 years. Right. Frank, Frank Reich. Brock Frank Hurdy. Reich. Well, they yep. didn't win the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, they, they, they won a, a playoff game. That was but crazy. Wasn't Jim Kelly back after that? I thought he came back in those playoffs. He, Frank Reich, Reich did that big, the big comeback, comeback right? Against yeah. the, the yeah. Oilers. Yeah. That's crazy. Real quick, last thing on Delp, and then we'll move to 32 and 32 yeah. before Darren Smith comes in. Obviously, or hopefully, I don't, shouldn't say obviously, it appears he's okay. It appears he'll be back day-to-day yeah. for him. The collision was whatever. Jalen Wayne, got to get out of the way. Are you a little worried just about his ability in a contract year to be on the field as much as the Browns are going to need him to? Nah, or is it, I mean, is it too early said, and his track record too erroneous to factor in? That's on him. He's only missed two games. The last, he missed two games in 21 and none last year. I, he had the Achilles injury. That's kind of a freak thing. I, you know, I'm not worried about it. I, I don't really worry about injury. I mean, yeah, certain guys were hurt all the time. I wouldn't put him in He that knows category. what's at stake. He knows he needs yeah, to be on the I'm field. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I, and, I mean, when the last time, like, the days, I don't know if this is true. But it feels like the days of impact safeties are gone. Like, you can't – like, think about it. Back in the day, you used to – the way you tackled, the way you went about being intimidating back there, yeah. now it's like, okay, well, you got to have ball skills. Like, yeah. you, you got to well, be jumping at – Well, know? think about Troy Palomalu. Like, you think about – you talk about T.J. Watt. Troy Palomalu, like, as he went, the Steelers went yeah. in yes. his days. I, they have Minka Fitzpatrick now in Pittsburgh. Like, he's a good player. You know, Je- uh, this Jesse Bates was a good player in Cincinnati – but I don't think safeties are, are all that. Like I'm Earl, with you. Earl I, Thomas and you had Ed Reed and some of those guys. I don't think safeties are worth paying huge money to. Uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about it, but yeah. I, I guess I agree. I think I agree. Yeah. I think the Browns spent a good, like this, the right amount of money on Thornton. Give me, give me, a, give me a solid guy back I just there. Need a solid guy. Yeah. Solid, they can make tackles and they know what to do. All right, Mike, 32 for 32, and then Darren Smith coming in in about eight minutes. We got Darren Smith in a few minutes. Before we do that, I got a PCC read. Steve, take the fast track. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Air Force is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Air Force at Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Steve, and the fast read. How many hands you got? 
Director Octopus Steve. Uh, because we have no internet, I don't know what the internet's saying today. So we're going to move on to Joel <laughs> Batonio, and he is next in our 32 for 32. Oh, we have – I lied. Anthony has his iPad. We have the result to your question, Bull. Oh, good. A very even vote. Very even. 406 results. 53% Watson plays well in a loss. 47% Watson stinks. As go. usual, Chad gets it wrong. They almost no, always do. No, 100% right here. I don't think no. got it wrong this time. No, Dang. you guys are crazy. You That's guys take Joe Tony before we bring in Darren. We could revisit yeah. that after. I'm going to ask Darren that question, see what he thinks. We will ask Darren. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.